I'm Dave Champion. I recently started reading this book, Antisocial Online Extremists, Techno-Utopians, and the Hijacking of the American Conversation by Andrew Morantz. And the way my brain works is you start me down a road and my mind goes all sorts of places and that's led me to some thoughts about social media, which I'd like to share with you. Perhaps I shouldn't have said social media. Perhaps I should have said media because it's all media. I want to distinguish for the purpose of my remarks the difference between what I consider, again, within the construct of this presentation, the legacy media versus social media. And what I mean by legacy media here today is media as it existed, uh, we could say, before the internet was a thing. That would be like NBC, ABC, CBS, the Chicago Tribune, the Boston Herald, the New York Times, the Los Angeles Times. These were all what they call the fourth estate. However, I think the fourth estate is an inapt characterization. We have the judicial branch of government, the executive branch, the legislative branch, so those are the three branches of government. So I think the media all too often should be referred to as the fourth branch of government, not the fourth estate. The reason I say that is, as I look back, and I'm old enough to look back to the days before the internet was a thing and look at television media and print media as it existed before the internet was a thing, and recognize that nothing, nothing, came out of the media that was adverse to the establishment's message. Very, very, very rare. There was also sort of an unspoken censorship. While all these companies are private enterprises, there was still, nevertheless, whether you want to call it government-inspired or, or some other facet, there was still the characteristic that if there was a point of view that was considered unpleasant, or disreputable. You certainly were never going to hear that. So let's say, for the sake of this illustration, that eight or nine or 10% of the nation held the view that the other 90 or 92% of the population did find distasteful and unpleasant or inappropriate. The minority's view was virtually never addressed through the legacy media. So now we fast forward to today and social media and social media companies. And it seems to me they're now fulfilling the same role. I'm, I'm, people are going to argue about this, but I'm just going to use for simplicity in the sake of this presentation the word censorship. It appears that social media companies are applying the same kind of censorship as did the legacy media back in the day. If something is considered just not reputable or um, in some way just unpleasant or disgusting or whatever the, whatever the critical analysis of these people's point of view is, just like the legacy media, which was the only place to get information back then, simply would not talk about it. Now, social media companies are making sure you can't hear about it. Now, the big difference here 
is whether the communication back with the legacy media, it was a downward communication. You had government, you had the media companies, and then the public. So all communications were downward. Social media changed that so that the uh, exchange of views was horizontal, which was a pretty cool idea to begin with, that, that we can receive information, perhaps news, uh, points of view that we may not have considered. Instead of receiving it downward, we can now receive it horizontally. That's a pretty cool concept. Until social media companies decided not if we don't like the information that's moving horizontally. If we don't like that information, here's this horizontal stream going back and forth between members of the public. If we don't like something, pop, we're going to slap it right out of that stream. Ding, that's out of the stream. Ping, that's out of the stream. So that, yeah, you can keep sharing things horizontally as long as we approve of it. <laughs> so essentially, the way I see it is, while we have this new media, which encompasses more than social media, but nevertheless, social media is the largest component of the new media. It's really, in my view, no different now. There was a period of time when I think there was some real freedom there. But right now, I think it's no different than the legacy media, where what the establishment wants to allow, wants to permit to be discussed, will be discussed. Legacy, that's how legacy media operated. And now it's the way social media is ensuring social media horizontal information operates. Feel free to communicate horizontally all you want as long as the establishment's views are protected and anything, especially if it's credible or viable, that challenges the establishment's viewpoints, dink, 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 those things have to be dropped out of that horizontal flow of information. The new boss, just like the old boss.